Hi, everybody. Welcome to our first podcast. We are the Podcast Bossy, and we decided to start this podcast to engage ourselves in interesting conversations while learning more about ourselves and others. My name is Bobby. And my name is Jennifer. Hi, I'm Tina. And today we're just going to start off the podcast with some general things about us and then work from there. So, well, where do we start? Start with being showy ourselves first like what we do outside oh of yeah i guess this podcast well i guess i do a lot of stuff i'll, I'll go last <laughs> you guys have actual jobs <laughs> oh, that's it my job is so complicated everyone gives me shit about how weird my job is that i do a lot of stuff he's like but you guys have actual jobs <laughs> you guys have real <laughs> that's I mean. you guys have real job i don't have a real job i'm flaming myself <laughs> All right, well, I can go first. Um, so, like I said, I'm Jennifer. I am a digital marketing coordinator, and I work at Siren & Proper. So, Siren & Proper is like a lash in Brow Beauty Bar. Um, we have three locations, if you guys ever want to check it out. We have one in Ada. We have one downtown of Grand Rapids, and the one in Naps Corner as well. And then... If you want, if you want to see me, I'm always at the Ada location. So you're so pro yeah. I'm promoting my work. You but, um, that's how you should. That's how you should be a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, they, you would work with a sponsor. Yes, yeah, so, I respect that. So on my job, I make TikToks. Basically, I, yeah. Social media yep. content. It's the yep. new. It's the new move. I make videos for our YouTube channel. Just anything that, like, basically. Uh, revolves around content creating. I didn't know you guys had a YouTube channel for your Yeah, place. that's why we have um that's why I started um like series. Oh that's very different. You don't yeah. come across brick and mortars that do YouTube channels really. It was more like it's just for like educational things like people yeah. want to know more about lashes and brows and we don't really promote that much on our social media. Mm -hmm. So it's just better for clients to learn like what they're going into before their appointment. Oh oh okay. Yeah so I guess Tells people ease it too. If it's their first time, like if I ever want to do my yeah. lashes, I'm not gonna be doing my lashes. It is overwhelming. Like you see girls with like fake lashes, yeah. you're like, "Whoa, why is it so big? Is that yeah. the only options that you guys have?" Right. But no, like we provide a bunch of different styles. So and then introduce people how it goes. Yeah, I mean that is a very interesting process. Mm -hmm. I didn't know crap about lashes until I started following like fashion people, like <laughs> bunch of girl fashion like vloggers and stuff. Nice. Would you find like it's a very like it's let's say exhausting? It's like like either mentally because it's like causing you to be very creative. You're using a very creative side of your brain. Yes, because there's a lot of competitors out there that yeah. are doing the same thing, you know. So it's kind of hard to like come up with original content. Mm. But then sometimes not. But you want to make sure everybody, like, you want people, your your future clients to be engaged. And why are we doing this? Not just because there's a TikTok trend. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, that is true. It's especially in very competitive markets. Mm -hmm. It's hard to not follow what other people are doing. Yeah. But you kind of, I guess it depends on the industry. But that's but you kinda, views. Yeah. That's, if, like, if they have a, something that's working, like a, a template, like mm -hmm. for TikTok, that was working. Why not do it in your own way? So mm -hmm. that's social media there. Yep. It's a very powerful source. And I just, I don't know. I have a hard time with marketing sometimes because it's very broad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Marketing majors. Yep. <laughs> okay. Can I ask how you got into marketing? Yeah. Well, I was a fashion major back at really? Grand Rapids Community College. Yep. Oh, really? So, after I graduated high school, I was like, you know, I'm just going to start at community college, save money, whatever, because I, I was overwhelmed with the whole college thing. My parents never taught me about college, because, you know, being second gen, yeah, as an Asian, being the oldest. Um, so, started at CC, I was a fashion designing major, and then interior designing, and my mom was like, you gotta be more realistic about Damn. your career. Typical Asian parent. You gotta be realistic. Get a real job. What's a real job? Yeah, Doctor, exactly. lawyer. So she compares me. Like I'm not talking bad by my about my mom. Of course, she lies. Isn't that about you, mama? But like, 
I get compared all the time. Like, you know how parents are like, well, this person's doing this. Oh, they always got to brag, yeah. yeah. But, like, my mom's pretty chill of what I want to do. Yeah. So that's what I like about her, too. Like, she's like, you can do whatever you want as long as there's income coming in and you're comfortable where you're at. As long as you like what you're doing, which is fine. But I wanted to make her proud. So I said, you know what? I'm going to sign up to Davenport. And be a marketing major. Prestigious school. Around <laughs> here, for sure. Yep. Very expensive. If you want to go down for it, cool. Do it. But just be prepared. <laughs> Ink with, regret. You know, be prepared for the bill. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, that's how I went to marketing. I do enjoy it because, like, I do enjoy making content. I do personal content myself. For like whatever I'm wearing, or what I'm doing. Personal brand. Yep. Yeah. And I post all the time, so that's why I enjoy. So I guess marketing is kind of like my thing, but not it, really because it's so competitive. Eventually, kind of fit the bill of mm-hmm. what you wanted to do. Yeah, it's still in touch with your like artistic side, not in because you did a fashion. Yep. Industry yeah. mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, I worked for a fashion designer here in Grand Rapids. So you can't stop you know. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's <laughs> Hey. Did it pick that up? Definitely <laughs> pick that up. <laughs> Chill out, doggo. Pick up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Snip. People like the natural stuff, but yeah, that's how you pretty much got into marketing. I thought Yep. I never th- would have thought of that. My mar- my reason for marketing, getting into marketing was like forever. I been interested in like making money in different ways ever since I want to say ever since middle school but for sure high school I originally wanted to get I am I'm also a marketing major I am so I went into marketing at GRCC as well as she went to but from there I always switched I ended up trying to get two degrees so I got my associates at JCC, and then I transferred to GVSU to finish my marketing degree. Okay. So, but like from the start, I wanted to do marketing, and that's it's really dumb how how I question or how I picture how I wanted to do marketing because I played a lot of video games growing up, <laughs> and this game called Maple Story. I don't know. If oh you're yeah. With it. Uh, it's the typical Asian growing up. If you were an Asian computer gamer, you just you touch Maple Story at some point because that's all the Asians were playing. And um, there they have they had like their own economy system, and that's what like making money from that economy system for me. What gave me like a I don't know how to explain it. It just make me made me want to keep making more money because I was just selling, buying, reselling, yada yada in the game. So. That picked up into real life. I started doing stuff like that in real life, like like minor hustles and stuff. So you're more into like the financial, yeah. analytical side of marketing than the creative side. Then I would uh, back then probably. I don't know because now I'm definitely much more on the creative side. I like creating content to create content to mm-hmm. entertain. Yeah. But back then, yeah, I think it's the numbers that got me hooked. It's like, like oh, inflow and outflow. Yeah, essentially, it's just like how much I was getting in, and then now I could use more of that money to put out and buy more Bro, stuff, yeah. and yeah, it's mm. just in out, in out, in out. But now I think it just changed for me. It's just I just love making content, just doing random shit. Ever since social media started growing, because growing up, yeah, we didn't have the, we didn't have the, what do you say, the good parts of social media. <laughs> social media back then was super. Just Facebook. Yeah, it was just Facebook, MySpace. 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 <laughs> you weren't doing anything besides socializing with your friends. YouTube. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I miss old videos. YouTube, I was just gaming on those. Remember when MySpace and Facebook had? Oh, games? yeah, they had game. Yep. Oh, they had weird games. Um, Pet Society. I used to always play Pet Society. I've never heard of that. One. Really, Farmville. Farmville was a classic. Farmville was a crazy classic. Everyone played that. Now that I think about it, the ones that I played mainly was like it's like this mafia one. It was just like you're buying, collecting, like, mafia characters and shit. It was weird. It sounds familiar. Yeah, I forgot what it was exactly called, but it was some sort of mafia game on MySpace. And I was, I played it all the time. That's what got me hooked into other gaming. 
I'll say that's probably what got me really hooked because MySpace was like middle school, right? Uh, I'm trying to remember when MySpace was a thing because Facebook was a thing when I was in high school. Yeah, like, same here. Because okay. by the time I was in high school, I, everyone's more phasing Facebook, out. Yeah. So uh, MySpace definitely had to like be middle, middle school. school. Which I wasn't sure why at the time. I just knew, like, if you had one, you would eventually have the other. Yeah. It was the cool thing, too. I remember before. Yeah, yeah. All, all different accounts on different, the new social media page. Because I remember before MySpace, it was, um, Xanga. Club Penguin. <laughs> RP Club Penguin. Zanga? I never had. Really? I thought you were going to say Ames. <laughs> oh, I mean, Ames, MSN, that, I mean, those were just messenger things, so. But, like, Xanga was this like very I guess it was more popular around like when I was a kid like Asians I don't know if like everyone used Xanga but it was pretty much like a social media thing where you're like commenting on people's like posts and stuff like that you use like AZN oh my god I I unfortunately still have an email that's like that it's it was my second ever email created but it has the cringe young Asian taglines. Uh, I don't yeah. want to even mention it. Do you have a cringy um, email? Like your first little like an uh, what's it handle? Some older like senior person made it for me because I wasn't old enough. So then I was like, I don't know how to make an account, mm-hmm. and I want to play this game that everyone plays. Do you mm-hmm. remember, like what's it called like computer lab time where everyone like. After they do their assignments on the computer, oh, the they computer lab, have they fun. have their game where they play. There's like Pog.com or something, oh. or like, hmm. or whichever racing games you play. I wanted to make an account. And oh. My first account that someone made for me was Yahoo. They're like, give me something. They're like, I don't care what it is, just make it. It was like Dragonfly Lover. Something, something. <laughs> so then, whenever like someone was like taking my email down, they're like, yeah, now that I think about it, it's really weird when you would like first start applying for jobs. That was my only email at the time. And so when you put on your email for those letters, I had to, I did it for a couple of them. For sure for... Did they reach out? I'm trying to remember. I know for sure I worked at a grocery store. I worked retail in like 2013. And I still had that email around that time. I didn't make my generic Gmail uh-huh. until like, like your professional. Yeah, email. like yeah, pretty much my professional email until I'm gonna say a few years after that, 2015 maybe, 14. Cause yeah, I just didn't feel the need to. I didn't want to make an- another like email, so I used that for sure. I was keeping track of all the passwords. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, oh, I can't log in. Let me reset it. I'm like. Think of another one. Yep. I was definitely getting judged. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if you it. want that one, it's already taken. So they yeah. adjust you different ones. You're like, no, you just put a number next to it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that was a thing back then. I can't believe I still have that email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, we were really, we were really weird kids when we were young. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't judge the modern generation right now too harshly. That was stupid as a kid. Yeah, young. that was. Stupid. I mean, quirky and random was cute. I don't know what I was thinking. I look oh back gosh. at my Facebook memories. I'm like, what? Oh, jeez. All the things I did as a kid, man, that's too many. That were cringe, yep. quirky, weird. But that was, emo. Like the, that was the internet back then. Yeah, that's true. It was like the norm. Internet so. was a very new thing, like mm-hmm. worldwide internet, mm-hmm. the worldwide web. Everyone was very skeptical about it. And now our lives revolve around it. Yep. It's crazy. Super crazy. Back then, people would like hide their. Well, you wouldn't reveal your names. Oh yeah, you back then you have like a fake name, or you like make a disguise. Yeah. Like, profile name and last name, you change it or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yes, for sure. Yeah, because all the all of like the people that were teaching us about the internet told us like never use your actual names in your emails mm-hmm. or anything like that. And stranger danger. Strange, yeah, stranger danger phishing sites and stuff like. People were just, it was definitely, the internet grew as it went on, so now we, everyone, you want to put your name out to mm-hmm. be authentic, essentially, to be real. But back then, they they said never do that. 
It's crazy how much the internet has self-evolved since then. Now old people are scared of it. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, I still can't get with old people that just don't want to grow with society. Like, no offense to them. It's scary, but... It's it is scary. scary. That's how we learn. It's literally yeah. us progressing as humans, but they're like, no, go to the old way, the old things, the traditional. It's, like, it's also, it's an easier path to take. Yeah, yeah but it's like, it's not, effect, it's not efficient yeah. anymore. It's not efficient anymore. It's literally that's literally what the um industry of engineering revolves around. It's making everything efficient. Mm-hmm. And then all of our Asian friends are like, oh, go be engineers. Like, okay, I'm being some sort of different type. I'm a social media engineer. <laughs> I'm changing things on social media, mom. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like people are like a lot of older generations are too stuck on keeping tradition. You can keep some traditions while still progressing. Mm-hmm. Tina, what's your profession? Oh, I guess I'm the odd one out. (laughs) (laughs) The marketing majors here. I am an accountant. Still business. Business. Oh, we're a business major. Fuck. (laughs) I'm just less on the creative side. I'm more on like... Numbers. Yeah, more on numbers. I think I set... I'm more fit into that because it's more like concrete. There's a a layout for me to go to, you know? I'd say finance is probably the most important in business, so... Probably because everyone needs financial um, employers, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like a business cannot run without finance. A business can run without a lot of other <laughs> yeah. um, employees, but finance is probably the most important. But I just don't, maybe you can enlighten me, but I just don't know why people find finance fun. It's the talk. It's like, <laughs> it's the race of who, it's like almost hustle culture. Oh, know? okay. Okay. I can see that then. Yeah. It's a different language to see who can keep up or, like, I definitely, there's, it's still, like, very new because I've only been, like, hired for, like, what, less than a year mm-hmm. being out of college. And I, I went your route, but opposite way first, where it's more like I was going to sign up for pharmacy first. I actually enrolled uh, as a pharmacy, like, pre-med oh, first gosh, at pre-med. Paris. Just like to everybody. Just uh, I've seen so many. Because I was like, I'm one of two, but I'm the only one that's going to go to college due mm-hmm. to circumstances in my family. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like putting the hammer down. So I was like, senior year. I was like, all right, how do I get a head start? So I signed up at KCTC, where it's like Career Tech Center, where they have like various jobs that your high school might not have. Mm-hmm. And I did pharmacy tech. Please was so sad the first two weeks I was there because <laughs> they were making me memorize like what's the generic name what's the chemical name yeah. what does it do how can you like take it because there's mm-hmm. like you can put a cream you can do a pill and then like two weeks I was like I don't want to memorize no more oh god yeah my cousin's actually in farm tech and she just got into it like after she moved here and she moved here in like after 2012 sometime but yeah she became a farm tech recently like that's what farm techs do. You have to memorize all these yeah. different drugs and brands and like all the names and everything. I'm like, holy it's crap! Like people, people in the health industry or field as oh all like you should really do it because you like you're passionate about it. You're yeah. doing it because you want to make your impact around those, mm-hmm. not for like money purposes. Because mm-hmm. you back up public debt mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, so by then, I was like, crap, what do I do? What's my next move? Because I already enrolled for the next following year in college as pre-med. So then they, as high schoolers, made us take a quiz. And then, what's it called? Career cruise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Within the first five, it was like, and it was like an office job, which I'm fine with. I don't think, I think in other aspects of my life, I'm okay with being creative. But in work life, where it's like, constant stream of money that i need i want something more stable mm-hmm. so accountant was one i was like the heck is that <laughs> <laughs> with accounting like an account like a like a banker that's then, i think that's the generic yeah. thing people thought accounting. so then by then i was like crap i have one semester left there is a class that they enrolled like a whole year's worth i just asked the teacher like can i just borrow a textbook I'm not taking your class. I just need the textbook. I'll give it back at the end of the semester. And then she saw my desperation. So she's like, I'll cram a whole year's worth in for you. 
within that semester. And then it just like naturally like took on. I loved like it was a whole language. I was like, okay, these are assets, liabilities, equity. Here's the equation that it usually goes in. This is how you categorize each transaction. You gotta and, make sure it balances. Yeah. Yeah, so it just made a lot more a lot of sense to you. Yeah. It's easy to understand. Yeah. I like to see that. Because my parents didn't understand it, though, they didn't see it as, like, a stable job at that time. But now, now we know, like... Definitely like, proves them wrong. Like, there's always a need somewhere for an yes, account. Yes, literally every business Pretty competitive, needs yeah. content. Every job these days is very competitive, like... Shit, every industry, I can't... Like, I guess maybe... What's the, like, those big, typical, like, Asian parent jobs are they really that competitive like doctor me, lawyer like, stereotypical ones or yeah it's like the Doc- manufacturer the nail tech or oh no, the, like, the, the high achieving high, yeah yes. high achieving ones like are those really competitive yes i think i think yeah. so i can definitely see well is it just engineer it's like engineer? uh what what uh, it's, it, i think it, they used to call it the big five or something right it's like engineer Doctor, no, an accounting term. Oh, really? Oh, what? (laughs) I just know that it's just a typical like Asian parents would want their kids to become like engineer, doctor, lawyer, and dentist, nurse, nurse, or yeah, just like like the health field stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you have engineering and lawyers, which are legal and yeah. I don't. It's crazy how freaking. These like health field jobs can make money, but you're also stack up a lot of debt. Cause I hear about that too. Mm-hmm. Where med students stack Grad up crazy school. debt. Yeah. You're not doing your typical four years. You're doing seven, eight. Yeah. Well, like they said, oh, what did one of my friends told me about? Like, is it residency or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you have to like do years with like working with um the hospitals. Yeah, and then like clients and stuff, whatever. It's like the damn. crazy hours. Like you, you have to be a night shifter. Yeah, I had a friend. Uh, he uh quit. He was like a registered nurse or like or something like that, and he said he quit and just went straight to factory life. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, he he just said like the it's too depressing. Like a lot of the people there are just like they're miserable too. Usually, and they trauma. Own. Yeah, you have to be like numb to your emotions. To be able to handle clients like that, because clients, well, okay, patience, patience. Okay, I'm too much in a business mindset. That's <laughs> I'm never coming back here. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, patience, patience is a lot. Okay, that's just that's my business mindset. Holy fuck, there. But like, yeah, he was talking about like how like it, you have to be numb to your emotions to just deal with everyone that like people trauma dump a lot there. And so I was, I was like, damn, that is depressing. I not, I'm like, I give props to anyone that can handle being in the health field. So it is definitely brutal. Really shows your determination. And yeah. You need it. some crazy mental and emotional strength and physical strength, I guess, too. Yeah. If you really like taking care of people, go for it. Yeah. I was given the utmost respect, but it's definitely not for me. Yeah. Same. It's very surprising to know that you went to Davenport because, like, I knew you for a long time, and then I never knew you were from a entire different really? school. Everybody oh, thought I was at GV. Yeah. Oh. And, and I knew by the <laughs> yep. time, like, I even met her through the school that was yep, hosting So Ferris oh, in Davenport. GV would have their annual, like, semi-annual Asian picnic yep. or whatever for our clubs. Oh, I oh. met her there mm-hmm. for the first time. So I just assumed she was from that school, and like our whole friend group is from like a specific school. Oh yeah, yeah. So I just assumed. Yeah, <laughs> and I probably found out like a year or two ago. <laughs> my old boss thought I went to GB two. Oh. So. <laughs> it was Did he make a resume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the heck? Being <laughs> from GB look at my resume again. <laughs> yeah. No, I went to Davenport Business School. Yeah, very like prestigious. It it's very small. Like, I have my own study nook. nook. Lunar. <laughs> <laughs> Nooking cranny. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. The teachers care when they're there. Yeah, that's always important, mm-hmm. I think. That, that, I think that makes it break a classroom. If the teacher doesn't actually care about, like, you wanting to succeed in the class, mm-hmm. it's a turn off. 
I think the professors actually matter because yeah, you can see from like my results from like my grades, how much they like interact, interact mm-hmm. with and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah. that extra mile for yeah. them to like agree, make, make sure like a lesson as adhered to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teachers, teachers, professors, they definitely deserve more pay because that's probably why some of them are miserable too. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those TikToks where like? Those middle school kids are out of control. That's bad for the teachers. Yeah, I I could never ever teach any sort of grade school class. Maybe high school. Yeah, because oh really? I can I don't I don't want to deal with kids. Middle schools are mean. <laughs> middle schools are probably the meanest. Actually, yeah, yeah. High schoolers are definitely probably the most more understanding nowadays. Mm-hmm. But they are still pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm but, thinking about in terms of like if a fight breaks out, I can't. You can't right? do like what? what was do? Well, I mean, that's what they should have security for, but sometimes security doesn't stop or doesn't make it in time. Yeah. I guess yeah, me being physically able to probably stop if I, I'm not worried about it. But I don't know. I just when it comes to like teaching, teaching, like if I I had an opportunity actually right after, like when as I was about to graduate with GV, um, I forgot what it was called, but it was like a teaching program where they run you through courses and like they pay for the courses and stuff and then they help you become be able to teach in like uh i think it was like growing areas or any something like that like poverty areas yeah urban areas and um yeah i had a whole interview for and everything and they were considering it for it but i think there was something else that strayed me away from it i forgot what but it's like uh, i I don't know if i want to teach like schools like that i want to or not like I don't want to teach grade school, and they were saying it was for like younger grade school stuff. It's like I, the only time I'd rather teach is if I was a professor and I teach what I know about, because I know, in like, in middle school, do they have specific teachers for a top like a subject? Different classes, like or was it had like six hours worth of classes? Yeah, like math, English, just like high school. Okay, is it six hours still, or is no. with Six hours, because, um, Casey's cousin's in middle school. Oh. Did you guys ever have study hall? No. Study hall? Uh, like an hour where you're, you're dedicated just to, like, catching up with homework or, like, studying? Dude, I don't, I don't think I've ever, was that a grade school thing? I started high school with it. Towards the end, though, because I was the year that they changed from ACT to SAT. Oh, what the? And it just threw us for a loop. Yeah, that's crazy. I think our... was a train for it. Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, I had, like, one year left before I had to take it. Uh Oh, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, crap. What do I do? And then Uh, they sat us down first, and all the teachers were teaching us for the hour, and then it wasn't sticking as much as... It was almost like you're just like trying to remember a lesson, uh-huh. remembering for a test or something, and you know how it is like in one ear out the other. You're not really learning a skill, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're just soaking information. You're not learning yeah. off of it. Yeah, that's why I feel about school. Like the school system, honestly, is kind of just really broken. Like they don't teach us life skills as they sh- or as much life skills as they should. Yeah. At least in the U.S. Yeah, like. I remember in high school they were gonna teach us some, uh, like, uh, like house cooking and stuff, like providing for yourself. But like house home skills, yeah, yeah home ec, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I remember taking it was, but it was like an elective class. It's like that should be a required class, and then like mm-hmm. they should teach you about taxes and stuff. That's probably yeah, the biggest some thing. Schools depending what school you have, yeah, you have probably... personal finance. Oh, okay. But my personal finance class was like. Cash if you can. Debt is bad. Yeah, that's yeah, that's so generic. Sign up for classes at college. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah maybe. Debt anyways. Yeah, maybe that's where they get you. Like, oh, if you want to go really learn about that stuff, you go to college class for it and pay for it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's how they get you. They don't. They don't want it. The American U.S. system system doesn't want it to be free. They want to make money off of it. Like I'm almost thirty. I still ask for my mom. How the hell you do this? Yeah, <laughs> there's still a lot of stuff I don't. I'm still learning stuff as, like right now that like my parents didn't really teach me, like, like all of last year. My parents, both of my parents, because they're both divorced, they've been divorced for like a decade, mm-hmm. but they lived in, in the same household. But starting last year, they started like the mom. Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I was like, 
yeah, I don't know why they they, they just didn't like each other. But whatever. But um, yeah, they were divorced for the longest, and then my, last year my mom decided to finally at least try to move out. She went to go live with her sister in Cali for like a year. Oh, it's Texas. No, no, her sister. I mean. Oh, yeah, not my sister. She went to go live with her sister out in Cali for a while. And then it was just me and my dad. And then, like, my dad didn't. It's very non, not tech savvy. He's very old school. Mm-hmm. He's like a very old school, traditional Asian, like, not biggest around technology. Like, he just learned how to text, like, this year. I was like, <laughs> I was like, one time I was random. I, like, I woke up and my dad, t- I woke up, I was like, is that a text message? <laughs> no, it's, it's had my dad's name and everything. It's like, my dad sent a text message to me? He's never been know how to do text. How did he... Is there slang or is there... A uh, it's definitely broken. It's just broken. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure... The guy, I taught him a little bit about how to do it, but I never thought he would actually use it. But, um... Does he use um, social media? No, no, no. Nope, not at all. My mom's probably bigger on that. My mom taught me most of the stuff I knew growing up in terms of technology. But mm. yeah, like I said, last year they were both moving in and out of the house. And then so my dad just left um, last month. And now it's just me and my mom. And so I have to pick up a lot of the stuff that my mom knows that my dad did around the house. Mm-hmm. Like like the more physical stuff, like repair and everything. But my not, my mom's pretty smart. She knows how to do a lot of that stuff too. But, like, I did, I do rely on my parents trying to learn that stuff, but they also rely on me a lot now to, like, learn about stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lot, very common. Yeah. Asian parents would not, especially immigrant Asian parents. I think that's the biggest thing. Since we are, we have immigrant Asian parents, is that essentially we probably know more than them at this point. Even though, it, like, in terms of age and stuff and experience, it doesn't add up. But, we grew up in a era that technology is booming. Um, like uh, internet, internet, yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, so, like society and like social norms are changing. Life and technology. Yeah, and so like we know more about all this stuff, and our that parents don't. Yeah, technology. Yeah, and we and like we're we grew up in the era of social media growing, and and they have no familiarity with it. And so it's like, we technically know more than them at this point. That's what I like mm-hmm. to say in my head. It's like, te- technically we're smarter than them. They just might have more experience. I'm glad. But a lot of parents won't like that. Like, like a typical view where like, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you do this? Yeah. Thinks, all she forgets is her password for things. That's <laughs> but like, yeah. does she expect you to know her password? Sometimes, Sometimes yes. Because my mom is like, Same. I have to create this new account. Uh-huh. I have to plug in her email. And then I was like, okay, you have to verify it in your email account. And then she's like, I don't know my email. I'm like, what? I'm like, what's your password? She's what like, the... I don't know. Don't you know it? I'm like, what? I'm like, what's your email? <laughs> she came here when she was like 10. She mm-hmm. from the Vietnam War. So she grew up with American culture. Um, but yeah. I just, I just get frustrated with her when it's explained. <laughs> it's, it's understandable. Yeah, but like, I. She gets frustrated with me when I don't know my, like... Other stuff. Other stuff, like life stuff. Yeah. Important life stuff. Yeah. So. It's a trade-off. Yep. Yeah, it is a trade-off. I definitely yeah. feel that. I do more technical stuff, like... He's like, I downloaded, like, a translator app into my mom. I don't know what you're talking about. So <laughs> then she's like, do this for me. And then I'm like, I know you're capable of doing it, but you want the easier out by making yep. me do it. Yep. Which I will I will say they're as immigrant parents they're I think they adapted the most to us. That's why we're probably a little more I won't say frustrated. Just, you would expect they're able patient. to pick up on that yeah. too. Yeah, you know? I but agree. But we we have to understand their learning. Their so. limits. Yeah. yeah, we're all learning. Yeah, we're all learning different things in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we <laughs> maybe it's just our generation. We have very little patience and stuff, but. We do. We should understand that our parents just don't know this stuff, and then we grew up with it. That's why we know it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't have when they immigrated here. They didn't have those opportunities. So, yeah, that's why they invest into us so much. So I, I don't regret anything my parents have done for me. They've done the Same. most for me. You think your it's parents that, live vicariously for you? Though? I don't know. That's a good question. 
I think that sets up for the whole like tiger mom and like making Maybe. sure you're high standards. Yeah, I'd say like I guess I'm lucky enough to not have the craziest strictest parents in that sense of like controlling my life like that. I mean, Same. I think when I was a kid, but they were strict about me doing like outside stuff, like and hanging out. Thing that they would do like lecture me that's yeah like, lectures were no very... grounding or anything just like that nope or like weasel on the wall like uh, knees like oh like yeah like oh, random punishments yeah Wait, were you also like a nope, hands nope, up in the nope, nope, i don't think i had much of that on the wall that's physically abused. Did you be like, people, okay, people should know everyone, like, there's a lot of, like, growing Asians that are just physically abused. People talk about it all the time. Other, like, I know a lot of other people that talk about it. comfortable with saying it. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I'm not traumatized from it. No, not at all. We've all been through it. Yeah. All been through it. As long, I mean, if you're traumatized from it and, like, you're not doing it to, like, your kid, like, none of us have kids, but. As long as you're not, like, pushing forward for it, and you're not trying to traumatize your kid from it, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's fun talking about it. I think it's fine. Do you get that pressure now that we're, like, stepping into adult life more? You're like, are you gonna, when are you getting married? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I feel bad for my parents. <laughs> oh, they, now they have my sister. My sister has, she's married, she has two kids. That they have their they have their grandkids. It's it's a little bit pressure off me, but yeah, I am. The thing is that, like, I feel pressured in the sense where I want to carry. I have to carry the family last name, so so like as the guy. So it's and then I I mean I'm proud of my last name, but my dad's side I don't. Okay, serious. Remind me the whole like. Okay, Vietnamese Asian boys on a pedestal. Oh yeah, they work for the family. Yeah, I don't I don't follow those. I didn't even tell my mom like. I don't. Yeah, I'm no. not gonna bend over for my No, no. I think for a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of Asian parents are much more away from like that. At least as far as I see, a lot of Asian parents they want their like girl to be successful or more successful. Yeah. Like their husband and stuff. So. I thought my mom's not like that. And a lot of guys probably feel like, oh, they want to be able to provide for the woman. I don't. If I if I had a girl, I'd be like, and the she's making more balance? money. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they want like, yeah power balance and stuff. But like, if my girl made more, I wouldn't care if she made more money than me. She takes care of me. That's less stress off of me. I think our generation, like millennials and Gen Gen Z, right? Yeah, Gen Z. Like we're more accepting of like like getting rid of generals. Yeah. Like, I would not care, like, if she's the breadwinner and I do shit at home. <laughs> like, I can make content out of it. I better be the breadwinner. <laughs> nah, be. I'll say that to my girl, too, <laughs> if ever. Yeah, but, but I want him to be independent in his own income, too. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever, separate one day. Yeah. Then, what's he gonna do? Yeah, that's true. That's, that's We just have some technical difficulties. Stupid computer. But, <laughs> anyways, where do we leave off? It was like the Asian part of, it was like um like social or well, I don't remember where that's on. How Asian boys are more yeah. Yeah, and then like we're talking oh like breadwinners, yeah, yeah. Like who makes the money in the in the relationship. And girls yes, this this and this and girls are more like for it is, I guess, with American old traditional whereas like the females are the yeah, that, that caregivers. That, yeah, yeah. But it it branched out to a more like Asian girls also like do it for the extended like the whole family that oh. they're marrying into as yep. well as well as the ones that they're born into. And like it goes for like you got to make a good impression for your family mm. that they raised a good daughter. Mm, right, because like you know how like parents be like, did you say hi to everybody? Did you wash your own dishes after you eat mm-hmm. so they don't look like they're the bad parent raising mm. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, of course, growing up, I wouldn't know anything about that. I know about, like, the guy stuff, but there wasn't much expected of us besides knowing how to do stuff around the house. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely these gender rules that still existed. The underlying favoritism. Yeah, I, I, I hear about that a lot. <laughs> All due to, you know, carrying that last name. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll be honest. I still want to at least carry the last name. Hold it proudly. 
Especially since my last name is very unique. Mm. I can understand for it. Like, guys, don't. Okay. okay, dude. It looks so sad. So sad. <sighs> but, like, uh, I feel bad for my dad's last name because I don't know any other guys on his side of the family that have his last name. But we don't. We're not too. We don't talk too much about who his side of the family that I know of. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm unsure, but. I'll, I'll forever know his name. I'll use it in something. One of my businesses when I blow up. Do you wanna? Do you wanna explain to the podcast our our relations? How we're oh we're, how we know each other? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we should. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should definitely talk about that. Well, uh, let's see. I, me and her, we know each other. Freaking ten years. Ten years at least. It was back when I was in high school. Still. In school or. In high school, yeah. Like, yeah, you guys went like, to the same high school. Oh, no, 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 no. I not even. graduated high school. Oh, um, really? So, I already, I was seeing a guy that was his friend. Yeah. Um, then I think I know who you're talking about. And then he introduced me <laughs> to everybody. Yeah. You know, and then that's how it went. Yeah, and then she just, just hanging out with us, even after that. Like, she just hung out with us in general. Yeah. More. And... There was a little gap. Oh yeah, there was yeah like after gra- like the rest of us graduated, and like after I moved to GR. Yeah, there was definitely a little gap, but I reconnected with everyone out here, and I mean I knew a lot of people out here. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, me and her go pretty far back, and it, uh, it was through the K-pop the- era. Okay, <laughs> uh, that was more like Doctor Dance era. And that, that- <laughs> oh my god. Jeez. Oh, you know who I we we were at the rave. Wait, you saw um Austin at the rave, right? I know of him. Oh, you know, yeah, he was part of the old shuffle crew back in high school. I was surprised to see him there. I heard him talk about it. He's like, Bobby, you gonna shuffle? Hell no! You saw, I freaking. T- oh, oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. You I did do remember. I was like too tired after. Man was drunk. Yeah, it was he drunk. Was yeah, I was trying to headbang. I'm such a headbanger now. I don't know why. Because I had to, I didn't want to have to have fly off. Because <laughs> yeah. I had lights on it. But, yeah. But I'm glad you had fun. It was fun, yeah. But yeah. It was, I was so surprised to see him there. And then, like, all the friends he was with. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that just reminded me, like, how far back we go. But, ten years. Probably more, but ten what, 2013? No. I was no. in high school still. It's 11 or 12. 12, 12 probably 12, because I just freshly graduated out of high school. It's probably 12, and yeah. And then I hung out with Harada Brothers. Oh, yeah, they're, yep, they're also Hollanders. And then that's how I met Zima. Yeah. And then, and then I went. Yeah, and then she just... And then you had classes with... Um, Tom! Tom, yeah, at GRCC. This is like my other Asian guy in my class. I was like, oh, okay, another Asian. Yeah, yeah it's like, hard. You're lying, like, you don't know. You give the look. You're yep. like, oh. Like, oh, you Asian? Are we together. cool? Are we cool? Yep. And then I saw him in the friend group. I was like, you're in my class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, just back then, there was a lot of, like, intertwined groups. But back then, also, like, the group hung out as a big group. And that was so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But that's how so many people knew other people. Yeah, but before that, I hung out with, like, John Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I knew you. I We probably knew of each other before. Yeah, but, like, we didn't. We didn't officially meet a ton of them, yeah. Because, like, he had a party. All his, like, car friends. Mm-hmm. So, he, yeah, John Lee's my childhood best friend. Yeah. And then I knew of you. I just didn't meet you yeah. a while later. Really? At GV, right? Because I remember the first time I met you was when you first came to a GV party. It was... Casey's birthday party. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was, yeah. Oh! Oh, that was I a, remember that, that one. That was a the crazy... Spider-Man, the Spider-Man yep. theme birthday party. Yep. Oh, yeah, it was a surprise party, too, right? Yeah, yeah, so, like, a couple of years under our belt, but... Yeah, I was... That was pre-COVID, too, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, yep. I went to GV at 2018. That's also when I still thought you were going to a different school. <laughs> we? Oh, dang. Because you were living... On the campus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you well, live with them. I drove 30 minutes away from my campus. That's crazy. Dedication. You're crazy. Dedication from a board. I thought you were maybe, like, virtually going to school. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple classes that were virtual because it was still, like, after COVID. Mm-hmm. I moved there in 2020. So. Yeah. That was crazy. I mean, granted, I lived in Anadol and I drove to 
the GR campus, which was like 20 minutes every day. So I guess I can't blame you for driving 30. <laughs> and then... You're closer to everyone else. We knew each other for like... Four? 2017. Six? Six years. Wow. That's when we first met, but... Yeah, but like... We get closer into like a few yeah. years later, or like a few years. Later. Mm -hmm. And then we found out we had like very similar connections too, because mm -hmm. like the person you used to drink with back way a little after high school, yeah, she ended up marrying into my family, and she's like, "Have you, Jen? Yep. I saw her in your house. I was like, oh, "You guys know each other?" Oh my god! I was like, "Oh, she was your drinking buddy. She's my drinking buddy yeah. now." <laughs> Meeting people are just got crazy connections. That's crazy. It's just a small world. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But like, there's people that are not. I, I guess they probably were at GR at some point. Mm -hmm. But like, it's surprising how how many people like just moved out of GR and then they have connections here. So. Yeah. So it took us a couple of years to like really get to know each other, mm -hmm. which I guess it's also like first impressions sort of thing like kind of switching over because first impression i was like oh, she's hella quiet she's so introverted <laughs> yeah yeah you miss social media now yeah. we I, we've all actually changed a lot when i first met you i thought you were an apg <laughs> what's your impression of me now <laughs> you're much more homey and you're yeah. like uh, yeah you're definitely you come off like business yeah dog mom like uh soft aesthetic Kind of, mm. well, I mean, so soft, like oh, soft colors and like, stuff like that. Not like target people, target girls. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Okay, I'm a target guy. All right, you know, let's chill out. <laughs> soft out. Yeah, <laughs> I go to Target a lot. I would admit Me it. You can get that a lot too. I was in the era where I was like, I was like by myself, so I didn't have like a partner to just tag along with. I was oh, just, to like, like shop and stuff. Mm. Yeah, and then I was just going to these random events for the heck of, oh, like, yeah. pushing myself to get out there. Mm. And I think, like, because of that, it makes other people look like I'm very extroverted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then to all my introverted friends, they still think, like, oh, you're very extroverted. But with my other, like, our friend group is more yeah. extroverted, so they probably think I'm more introverted now. Mm. Yeah, I would say, I feel like people would probably think I'm extroverted, too. That's much... what I definitely thought, first impression. Now, you said you knew of me before you met me. How'd you know of me? Through us? Yeah. Is it really? The name gets thrown out in our group. They're like, oh, you should ask Bobby to tag along, you know? You invite Bobby. Bobby out. Yeah, I was, I, mean, I was stupid shy back during the early days. I did not days. get that impression at all. That's crazy. I'm really shy, too. My impression of you hasn't really changed. <laughs> okay, I hope that's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, to me, Bobby was like, What's the word? I'll be there. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was always down for the shits for the most part. I, I was down to goon. Mm -hmm. But I was also, like, I wish I was more down. Like, now. Like, nowadays, I'm even more down to do random stuff. Like, like, I, like, I can't put my word on it. So, they, uh, like, John, Casey, and all this, that, that stuff they used to do. Or invite me to do a lot of things. But there's just times where I was at my apartment and I did not feel like going out. I was, I, I'm definitely more introverted back then. But, um, at least from my own perspective. But, yeah, nowadays, uh, I think a lot of people say I'm stupid at extroverted, but there are times where I'm like, I don't feel like doing anything. Do you <laughs> think you're in? I know someone's gonna be like, oh, no, you can't be like both. You can only be like one more than the other. Oh, but do you really? think ambiverts are. Thing. I think so. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think certain people draw my extrovertedness. Out. Yes. If you're yes. a high person, it's so much easier to yeah, like, move along. To that's him. what I tried. I think that's what that's the switch that flipped in me when I was at GV. During my time at GV, I felt like I wasn't doing enough to talk with people, hang out with different people. And so I just like flipped the switch. And then that's what I was like, I want to be that person that people are comfortable around to bring out the real selves, essentially. Mm. So it's like always like gatherings, drinking, hanging out, whatever, goofy stuff. I think that's events. what I'm trying to be more too. Like, I'm the type of person that like, you have to come up to me first and say hi because I'm uh, really shy. Yeah. I'm not mean. I, I give up the impression a lot. Oh, really? I'm mean because I don't talk to you first. But like, I'm trying to open up more and be like, hey, Jennifer. 
that's How's good. it going? Like, I'm trying to be more yeah. out there now because, like, I'm older and I'm like, I don't care anymore. So, <laughs> might as well just do the things that, yeah, you've never done before. Do you think it's like an underlying, like, unconscious fear that you think of? It's like, yes. oh, I'm afraid they're going to get the wrong impression. Yep. So, you're like, withhold. Every time. Really? Every time. Yep. I get socially awkward too. So. That's what I was afraid of. That's why I wouldn't say anything first. I'm like, I don't want to face that impending awkward silence. Yeah, and they're like, what? I don't know how to face myself yeah. now. I was <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, so nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Same. yeah, I can understand that. It definitely took me a while to become the person where it's like you reach out to people, say hi. I, I was always, I was actually like that too, where I was always waiting for someone to approach me first. Mm-hmm. Like, or someone asked me to hang out or something. And yeah, it took me a long time to get out of that. The only time I got out of that was that party I met you. It's when I really oh. pushed myself. That's good. It, we wouldn't be worried. Yeah, we knew each other there. You had, a, yeah. like, maybe a group of 15 at least people, and I'm the only one that's not from yeah. that school. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, like, trying to remember 15 names at first, and I have to put myself out there. The person that invited me there didn't introduce me to yeah. leaves. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I feel like if you're inviting someone new to a group, they never come across. You want to invite or introduce them. them. Yeah. Make the work easier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't, you don't have to do everything for them, but at least get their step into the door. Okay, yeah. Like I always try to introduce people like that. So, but I mean, I, I wasn't that good at it back then. That's not something I had to learn for sure. Have you guys ever like want to talk to a person, but you you have it in your head, but like you don't have the courage to just do it? Yeah, in my head, I'm just thinking, oh, we're just laughing along the stranger who's like in the cash out next to me. Yeah. But then I'm like, when they say something, I'm like, oh, I waited too long to say it. Yeah. So I can't say it now. I'm like, I can't push it out. You missed a chance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess it makes sense, but now I see why teachers like say in a bad way at pe- like parent teacher conferences, like, "Oh, she's good. She's just she's really quiet." You know? uh, I'm like, I'm "Like, what's wrong with that? It's better than the people throwing and like yelling in the back, right?" Yeah. And then going to college, I was like, "Oh, I see why it's considered negative because you're not putting yourself out there. You're yeah. not networking, and you're not so creating cool. opportunity for yourself." Yeah, so socializing is very important. Yeah, I agree. I did not learn how important it was until high or until after high school. Mm-hmm. I was that one kid that was afraid to order a meal for herself. Me too. What so the? I never. I'll tell you that. Look, I never understood that. I don't. I don't get what people. And uh, whatever I want, I'll ask for it. Yeah. Bruh. Mom makes you like, hey, why don't you just order yourself up a phone? For what to? It's the what opposite. Like, for what me. was that like? Never mind. Don't want it. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> it. Oh my goodness. You don't speak up for yourself. Just whatever. That's crazy. Maybe, maybe yeah, I'm at the point where I'm not like that. But I don't know. I just never understood. I mean, I understood it, but I just never could believe why people wouldn't want to do that. Like freaking order for themselves or anything. Like nowadays, my mom tells me to order her stuff. Like freaking on the apps and everything, or car to order. I'm like. Okay, <laughs> and she doesn't even know what she wants to eat. I'm like, okay, mom, <laughs> I have to throw out suggestions for her. I think I'm used to it now because I did customer service experience. Like, maybe that's it. I was a server, so you have to talk to customers. Mm-hmm. You have to talk to mm-hmm. them eventually, ask them what their order. So I got comfortable. Are we all strangers. a part of service industry at one point? Uh, I mean, I for, not food service. Well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Groceries. Well, you're a retail, right? Yeah, I did okay. actually retail, yada yada. But now, technically, I'm customer service too. I I just realized I never talked about my job uh, to the viewers, but I guess I should talk about that. So, what I do for work right now, everyone's always asked, and it's like very confusing. But I essentially work with alcoholic brands and sample alcoholic products to grocery shoppers or wherever I have a table set up. It could be an event or anything. But I essentially set up a table and hand out alcohol samples to people who are interested and take their feedback on how they feel about the sample that they had and bring it back to the bigger company. So I usually have to explain examples. So like 
Bud Light or something, or like they have a new product coming out. Uh, I go to the store, buy the product, um, set up table, sample. You're recording. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Siri, stop recording. But, um, yeah, like set up table and then like hand out samples to people, write down what they say about it. And so that's my main job right now, but I have a lot of side jobs. Mm, okay. so that's that content creator. I'm a streamer. Check out my stream. <laughs> but I also work for a friend's um, business. Clo- yeah, clothing brand essentially, where I do his social media like content creating. So I work specifically on creating content for his brand. Mm. And so it's like UGC, user generated content, trying to make like ads and stuff. And now he has me, or like we're trying to work on doing more like community stuff. Like creating like other more engagement, yeah, more uh, like avenues of engagement, like uh, just like random ideas, essentially. So mm-hmm. that's a job I picked up this year. But, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I would say I technically work in customer service right now, still too. Like more than I, even though my goal is not to sell the product, I wouldn't say it's like it's not uh, number based. But they do want us to record how many samples we give out. But, yeah. I feel you. I still work customer service, too. Yeah. I'm also a receptionist and a digital marketing coordinator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just want to put out the big name for it. I don't even know what to... Like, my job for the alcohol is labeled as a brand ambassador. But it feels more like it's your market research. Below. Yeah, that's, I don't have I don't have a link or anything. It's like... I'm not... And I, it's, I think it's because they expect us to represent the brand, brand we're sampling. But it doesn't feel like a, the other brand ambassador jobs I've had. And I just realized I've had a lot of brand ambassador jobs. Mm. I think I've had at least like four or five different ones. Like after going to DVSU, I picked up a lot of like social media jobs. It's kind of weird. And I never would have thought I got into that until like these past few years. So as part of your jobs, do you guys get socially anxious with like etiquette and like Yes. Advocate. Emails, I'm okay. I'm getting better at. Yeah, I just send it out because it's like a few people I regularly talk to, mm-hmm. but phone calls. Ooh, I hate yes. phone calls. So, like, please don't pick up. <laughs> please don't pick up. Pick up. I'm okay with phone calls, but like texting them, because like, we have to text them sometimes. Really? Oh, yeah. pick up. Um, I think just like with me, with wording, is kind of hard for me. Is it? following a confirmation for them to show up for their appointments or that yep that and like if they don't show up we'll be like hey are you gonna be able to come to your appointment or like just basically anything yeah yeah i I would prefer i actually prefer texting over that because my job was supposed to call like ahead for the store mm-hmm. that we school sample at just to confirm they have our product and i just hate doing it it's like tedious this week phone call is better because they can hear your emotion and like it's more direct yeah you can't yeah, hear whatever direct. they're saying that's the thing i don't want to ask oh them. yeah what like are... you repeat that yeah that, yeah that does feel awkward i feel like they're more understanding on the phone too because like tone is different when you're texting or emailing i agree so yeah yeah i guess yeah i can see that because when i'm actually standing i have to engage with customers I, it's, it feels more natural to actually talk to them and they're engaging back. You can feel more emotion and go based off of that. Mm-hmm. If I have like older people that are they're just trying to get their drink on or people that want to actually learn about the product. Every once in a while you get like the teenage or not teenage, not teenage kids. <laughs> the, the younger, the younger kids, the younger people that are of age to drink and sample. Um, you get them, they're more like uh engaging to like just want to have fun and then sometimes they'll be like goofy and flirty and stuff but yeah it's you're able to definitely create better connection that way through like vocal mm. engagement as opposed to texting mm-hmm. but that's something you learn in customer service i guess yeah customer service i learned to really set my patience oh jesus yes and some people that will stand next to me at my table talking about random stuff. I'm like, okay, I don't want to hear your life story. Really, it's not my job. I ha- I'm I'm trying to have people come to my table more. 
was a hostess, so I had to up. Food service. Like, I can't do anything about that. And then they're like, Patient. you see a table open. They're like, but we don't have enough staff. Yeah. yeah. People, I hate people that just don't understand how customer service works. They're so entitled. Entit- There's so many entitled people nowadays. Ugh. That's the topic that's, for another day. I've had interesting stories to that, but that's for another time. Yeah. Yeah. But work-wise, I really like where I work. Everybody's so chill. Yeah. They, like, welcome you with open arms. I thought it was, like, it was intimidating at first because everybody's so beautiful there. Damn. <laughs> so I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to interfere with anything. Yeah. Everybody's so chill. Like I got to get get to know them better, and I found out everybody's like mostly introverted. Oh, so, <laughs> so I get that feeling. Like, you guys mesh a lot. You know, yeah, that's good. Though. Imagine someone going back to like a job offer. Like I can't take the job. I'm so sorry. You're just you're all oh, too you beautiful. Oh, you're all too beautiful. I can't be around you guys. Especially my boss. She's beautiful. And hell, she's Latina too. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> now she's engaged. I know. I'm not. Get, I'm not too much. Yeah, I love everybody. Yeah, it's nice to have coworkers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't really have coworkers. My manager and my boss and my other manager from a different location. Like, if I had a rough customer, they'd be like, "I'll handle it." I'm like, okay, "That's so nice." I love it. Yeah, I love them, and they're all around my age too, so I can relate. Yeah. And they can understand why you like need help on this or yeah. Yeah. They know I'm introverted too. Like they know I'm trying my best. And yeah, I'm just there for the social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that it's always nice to have coworkers that understand yeah. you. Because, like if you like when I worked at uh, grocery retail, it's just like a lot of the people were older, like a lot older. They're like twenty or like ten, twenty years older than me. Like, they don't understand the same things I'd be going through because I was, like, a teenager still. Mm. And, like, so I didn't... You're saying your starting point. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I got close to them after our Christmas party. Oh. Because, you know, we got some drinks and... That's fun. Oh, you anxious about those? Like, business, like, corporate I never get those. It's Um, so sad. Not really. At first, yeah, because I just started there. Like once drinks were in, we were all like, "Hey, fun. that's cool." <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to go one of those because they kind of glorified it in like shows and stuff growing up. Yeah. But like, none of the environments that were in had gave me the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Besides one job I had at GV where I was a video editor, mm-hmm. a student video editor, but I was getting freaking paid minimum for a, college. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. I, 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 I was getting nine dollars an hour. I was so disappointed. I was like, dude, I'm not getting paid enough for the type of work I'm doing. I'm doing um, video editing. That's like salary. Time consuming, yeah. Super time consuming. But yeah, like that was my, I think my first office. Uh, yeah, my first office job because I don't consider my receptionist job at JCC an office job. But like, never, they, I remember hearing like my bosses talking. They were like having a, they're going to have a Christmas party or something. Like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I guess students are invited. <laughs> but I was like, okay, we're probably students, that's why. But I was just like, damn, I really wish I could, like, do those, like, corporate, like. Here's what I found. Fuck off, Sammy! Stop recording everything I was saying. Yeah, I've always wanted to work at a corporate, a huge corporate, very chill. You don't yeah. have to wear, like, business clothes all the time. But, like, the huge. dream corporate oh, job. Oh, I've had both sides, so I was. I was in a tax corporation. Oh, shit. It was like, I can't breathe. Because, like, you're in suits the whole time. Oh, oh. Now I'm in, like, a corporate where they allow us just to wear, like, casual jeans, too. That's so nice, yeah. Definitely way better on that side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's a topic for another day, too, about industry standards. Yeah. Professionalism and industry standards. That's definitely a topic. Lots of topics. The change. (laughs) Yeah, work environments are crazy nowadays. Okay. It's definitely that cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much uh, our first episode there, introduction to ourselves. Sorry, we our went connection. on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's okay. They'll be fine with it. <laughs> but we'll definitely be improving, like, 
little things here and there about the podcast. Like, don't expect this to be the constant, like, environment and physical setup. Unless you guys prefer it this way. But we'll definitely be changing things as we're going. So just let us know in the comments. What uh, you want to hear. Yep. Any other topics you guys want us to talk about or anything? Or what else we can even do on this podcast? But Yeah, stick around. Yeah. Keep uh, keep tuned with us. We are the podcast po posse. Podcast posse. <laughs> <and that> one... <laughs> I thought it was the other way for a second. But yeah, we're the podcast posse. Make sure to follow us and keep in tune with us. Thank you guys for watching our first episode. Bye. See ya. Yeah, let's go.